You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Emeline Ramos. And I am Esteban Montserrat. If you're Puerto Rican, you are in celebration mode because Puerto Rico won its second gold medal. By none other than a woman. By a black woman. That's right. Which, by the way, is amazing because the first one, Monica Puig, was a white Puerto Rican woman. Yes. And it's so nice that we're more than just one color, right? One race. We are everything. Which is what brings us to the unfortunate controversy that followed. Are you aware of the controversy that uh, that followed Jasmine Camacho Quinn? I'm aware that um, at some point she was criticized or representing Puerto Rico, even though she cannot speak Spanish. Right, because she wasn't born in Puerto Rico. Yeah, well, <laughs> where you're born is not what you feel. Exactly. So that brings us to Gigi Fernandez. Now, Gigi Fernandez was a Puerto Rican tennis player that was in the Olympics in 92 and 96. And she is born in Puerto Rico. She's from San Juan. And she chose to represent... Team USA in both Olympics, and she won the gold. So she likes to kind of tell people, I was the first Puerto Rican to bring home the gold. But she didn't bring it home. She brought it to the U.S. because, you know, we're all dual citizens, right? Puerto Ricans are all dual citizens. Right. And that some of correct. us choose to represent U.S. and some of us choose to represent Puerto Rico. She chose to represent U.S., but she wants Puerto Rican credit. So, ¿qué pasa? Ganó Jasmine Camacho, Quinn. Que no nació porque Monica Puig nació en Puerto Rico, correct? Sí. Sale Jasmine Camacho Quinn, and then this is what Gigi tweets, okay? ¿Quién es Jasmine Camacho? This is before she wins the gold. Somebody tweets her back. Posiblemente la próxima medalista por Team Puerto Rico, si Dios quiere, right? Gigi writes back. This is when you start getting in trouble, right? She writes back. ¿Y es puertorriqueña? ¿Habla español? ¿Se crió en Puerto Rico? Hmm, qué curioso. You're not asking these questions because you don't know. You're asking these questions because you do know. Right. She's she, trying to make a point. Right. She's trying to she's trying to tell everybody that she's not Puerto Rican. She can't claim Puerto Rico. She wasn't born here. She doesn't speak Spanish. She's trying to cast doubt on this kid's authenticity. Right. right. And that's one major controversy and a major conflict that we Puerto Ricans have among ourselves. You, you say, Authenticity. Yeah. yeah, that's a problem that we have with each other that we're constantly knocking each other down, right? So she tries to knock down Jasmine. Y que pasa? It backfires and people start going nuts. Like they go after her, right? So she starts getting hit on Twitter. Mira payasa, mira falsa, right? Mira vendida. So she tweets and she says this. En realidad no sabía quién era Jasmine, pues no sigo el deporte de track and field. Now you already know. Cuando alguien está mintiendo, you already know what it sounds like, right? Okay. Mentiroso. Right. Then she goes, pero sinceramente espero que gane medalla de oro por Puerto Rico. Then she goes, la verdad que hay demasiados haters en Twitter, por eso no entro mucho. She, the hater, says that there are too many haters on Twitter. She started the hate. She instigated all of this with her nonsense comments about someone who loves their heritage, their culture, and wants to represent where she has heritage, where she has roots. She's the one that started all the hating. Don't minimize a person's Puerto Ricanness. If you choose to highlight your Puerto Ricanness and minimize your American side of your citizenship, fine. If you choose to do it the other way, like Gigi, fine. But if this woman 
If Jasmine Camacho Quinn says, I love Puerto Rico, I'm team Puerto Rico, I don't care if she's never been to the island, I don't care if it's only her mother that is from Puerto Rico, if she embraces it that much, who am I to minimize that? Who am I to say, no, nena, tú no eres de aquí, tú eres de allá. Who am I? The governor, the the, the Heritage Foundation, you know, who am I? <laughs> so what I'm saying is when Gigi does that, Gigi represents a lot of Puerto Ricans. Que se creen los guardianes, they're like the Puerto Rican heritage. Que we have to like apply so that we can be considered Puerto Rican just because we don't live in the island or we weren't born in the island. La doctora wasn't born in Puerto Rico. And I suffered a lot of hate like that from my own family. I remember when I used to go, when I started going to Puerto Rico when I was a teenager, consistently, I remember my cousins telling me, well, you're American, you're not from here. Tú no eres puertorriqueña. Aquí está la gringa, la americana que vino de vacaciones. And I took offense to that. I remember telling them, I'm Puerto Rican. I grew up with the culture of my parents. You know, we we dance, we, we ate everything that you guys eat here. Here on the island, my parents taught me how to speak Spanish. You listen to the same music. Right. And so I took offense to that. I remember telling them, yeah, leave me alone. You know, like I, I'm, I'm trying my best, right? And as the years went on, I think they, they then appreciated that I would come every summer, that I would engage with them, that I was improving my Spanish. But that's the thing. I don't, I just don't agree that we have to, you know, meet their, you know, standard. I know. Right. Oh, is this Puerto Rican enough that I'm here enough? Is this Puerto Rican enough? You know, that I visit? Is this Puerto Rican enough that I bought property? Because there's never going to be that point where they say, okay, eres uno de los nuestro. You know what I mean? I don't want their approval. I am Puerto Rican. My son who was born in Florida is Puerto Rican. You are Puerto Rican. And I'm never going to tell somebody that they're not Puerto Rican because they weren't like me. ¿Me entiendes? Sí. And now these family members, they tell me you're more Puerto Rican than I am. Well, mira, my first wife was born and raised in Puerto Rico. And she couldn't wait to get out of Puerto Rico. She never listened to Puerto Rican music. She thought everything was cafre. Una palabra tan puertorriqueña como esa, and she would always use it. Where does she live now? Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee, Florida is not even Florida. Tallahassee is like part of Alabama and Georgia. Like Tallahassee is a product of the deep <laughs> south. Tú me entiendes? So that's where she chose to live. And then she brought her family up there with her. Esa tipa, if she could get rid of the Puerto Ricanness inside of her, she would. If there was like a surgery, like an elective surgery, she'd be like, quítame eso adentro. So I don't care about this whole, ah, you got to be born in the island. Because we know many Puerto Ricans who were born in the island, que no le importa Puerto Rico. So if you're not born in the island, y te importa, and you feel it, you have a passion for it, and you say you're Puerto Rican, who am I to tell you you're not? Puerto Rican is a feeling. I was born in, on the island, and at one point I left to go to school, and no matter where I've been in the world, which I've been a lot of places, including Spain, and most recently the Canary Islands, where many Puerto Ricans come from, I have always identified myself as Puerto Rican, even though in Spain I was considered a giri which is the equivalent of gringo. Interesting. Yeah, so when this thing came down, it just brought up those feelings that we've talked about with the Miss Universe. That was another right. controversy, right? Mm -hmm. And even with the Super Bowl, yes. with, with J-Lo. So one of the arguments that I saw on Twitter was this guy who posted on Jasmine Camacho Quinn's post, and he put Charleston or Trujillo Alto, as if to infer, where are you from? Charleston, South Carolina, or Trujillo Alto, where your mother's from? Right? Okay. Somebody responded to him and said, A la verdad que eres un ser miserable. Which, by the way, is an amazing comeback. Toma. He writes back, La verdad duele, pero no deja de ser verdad. Which is, 
an annoying response. Anytime you say, well, the truth hurts. Yeah, está bien, pero you're not telling the truth, though. You get what I'm saying? This lady comes back and says, Necesitas buscar un mejor pasatiempo que no sea hostigar a mujeres que se han fajado entrenando para representar a Puerto Rico. Si tan boricua eres, trae una medalla de oro tú. Toma! This guy doesn't give up, though. He goes, of course. La verdad duele, pero no deja de ser la verdad. Repeats himself. Celebra esa medalla trabajada, forjada al 100% en los Estados Unidos por una norteamericana, pero con la etiqueta que dice Puerto Rico. You can't hate more than that. Can you do me the honor and translate that argument for me, please, what he just said? Um, you're going to celebrate and going to pretend that we won a gold medal when it really was a kid from South Carolina who did it for us. Those who are celebrating and accepting her are not being part of that Guardianes de la Cultura. So I looked at this guy's profile. Mm -hmm. The guy is Puerto Rican from Ponce living in Philadelphia. Okay? So yeah, I joined I in. Right. I joined in. You did. I did. And Ponce. I wrote Ponce or Philadelphia. Ah. Oh. And then I put hashtag Bye, Gigi. Did he write back? Ese Sangano. You know what he wrote back with? Hashtag by JLo. <laughs> Sangano, I win. You, you won. I win. I called you Gigi. You've admitted it. And then you're, you're putting me in Team JLo. I'll take it. Because that's the other thing. Ah, JLo no es Puerto Riqueña. She's New Yorican. Why is she, you know, holding the flag like in the Super Bowl? Mm. Why is she waving around the flag? Because she's Puerto Rican. No, no. She, she was born in the Bronx. She's from the Bronx. Pero mira esto, brother. She's Puerto Rican and you're a hater. Right. Final of the women's hundred hurdles. Camacho, Quinn and Harrison are going at it. Visser in orange on the right, they're there. Harrison and Camacho, Quinn. Now the Puerto Rican is pulling away. It's gold for Puerto Rico for the very first time. Jasmine Camacho, Quinn. And Harrison medals. It's bronze for USA. Boricua. Puerto Rico has its very first track and field medal. Toma. think of my young cousin who is a diver who dives at the University of Arizona and who is technically he is on the Puerto Rican national diving team okay wow. he is half Puerto Rican his mother my cousin is Puerto Rican and his father is Mexican and he has been diving for years yeah and he, if he dives from team Puerto Rico guess what He's Puerto Rican. And he is choosing to represent Puerto Rico, and he dives on the Puerto Rican national right. team. He might listen to mariachi while he warms up, but he's <laughs> Puerto Rican. And if my cousin in four years makes it onto the Olympic arena for Team Puerto Rico. And wins gold. And wins gold, wins silver, wins bronze. Who cares? No, no, no. Wins gold. <laughs> and somebody says, ese muchacho no es puertorriqueño. Ese muchacho es americano. Es un embustero. Ese es una fraude. What would you say? Babe, you better lock me up because it's, it's going down. <laughs> because there is no way that you're going to take miedo. away. You are going to take away what he feels. You know, his culture. No. You're, you're getting you're, emotional you're, yes. already? You're going to have to renew your license and, and, become, and become a lawyer again because it's going down. Well, I, and defend you? Yes. Ay, Dios mío. Go get you at the jail? Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> so, Esteban, you lived in Spain for nine years. Yeah. 
specifically Córdoba. And I went to visit you while you lived in Córdoba. Yep. We had a great time, except for one incident. Do you remember what that incident was? Yeah. Is it when we went to the um, feria? Yes. So we and, were at this big festival. And we're at feria, which is similar to fiestas patronales. Yeah. It's a big, big, like, town festival. And uh, you had cargo pants. You had said to me before we entered, now listen, this is a big festival. It's a lot of fun, but beware of Romanian gypsies. And they were all over the place. And I was like, ah, oh, but Romanian gypsies, you know, they, they sound harmless. No, they will pick your pocket and you won't even notice. So they go around like offering you um, like roses. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, no, 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 no. And they don't, they don't really speak your language. So I don't know what they're saying. So one of them kind of like bumped into me. And so when I went and I turned to say no to her, another one must have come in or el espíritu de una because I never saw her. She swooped in. And it wasn't until like an hour later when I went to go buy something, I reached down into my pocket and all my coins were gone. <laughs> Pero on the other pocket, I had like 100 euros in bills. So they picked the wrong pocket. Yeah. Pero what was so amazing is, honestly, it was like 50 coins. And you didn't feel anything. I didn't, one coin didn't make a noise. I'm saying she scooped up 50. I had a pocket full of coins she didn't drop one they didn't make any noise nada i was so impressed i wanted to find her and be like i'll give you the other 80 euros <laughs> if you could do that again in front of me actually at their home they celebrated with a gold medal on how well yeah. she performed on taking the coins out of your pocket it is true artistry I mean, that whole night, Esteban was like, wow, I told you, get the Romanian gypsies, you know, they'll pickpocket yeah. you. And I'm like, I know, but I was so impressed by how quiet it, it was so synchronized. It was, I was, I was actually flattered. And cargo pants are easy to like, you yeah. know, pickpocket. And they were big too. No, no, my, no, my pants were big. So the, the, the cargo shorts, yeah. you know, they were baggy and yeah. the pockets stuck out. I was basically wearing two cups. They were like two cups on the side of my legs. It, it fácil. But still, when you scoop, when you scoop the coins, it's going to make a noise. Yeah. Or, or una moneda se cae. Nothing. <laughs> or you would think that somebody would see something, but they're so stealthy. I'm telling you. I was impressed. It was the first time that I was a victim of a crime, and I was actually <laughs> impressed by it. I was actually happy. I was flattered. I was touched. I'm like, mira, me cogieron a mí. I, I felt, I felt like you know when like a magician p picks a volunteer from the audience. I me, was that person, me, me. except I wasn't really told. I, it wasn't voluntary. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just glad you don't wear cargo pants anymore. <laughs> Esteban, uh, you know, and I've told this on the podcast many times, you are my role model. And I look up to you because of your accomplishments uh, academically. You're a Harvard graduate. You're a professor. Uh, you know, it's somebody, and you have an amazing sense of humor. I look up to you. I talk about your father a lot and how much your father taught me the skill of storytelling, the skill of conveying 
your story through mannerisms and through impersonations. Todo eso me enseñó tu papá. And you embody a lot of what your dad did. So anytime I get to spend time with you, it is an honor and it is time that I cherish. But there was this one time that you came to visit me in Orlando and you said, ven pa' acá. You know, I'm staying in the hotel by International Drive. Let's spend some time together. So, you know, yo cogí pa' allá rápido. You know, you don't have to tell me twice. And when I got there, you met me outside in the courtyard. And you said, you know what? Vamos a... Tomarnos algo. Tomarnos algo over there. I thought we were just going to go to your hotel room and kind of hang out, right? Because you were your job was paying for it, whatever. And you were... um. You were deflecting it. You you know, you, you kept changing the subject. You remember that? Yeah, you but you were very insistent on wanting to see the room where well, because, I was staying. Well, because you kept changing the subject. I said, well, let me at least see where your job puts you. Let me see where, you, where they put you up. Let me see how nice the hotel room. And you'd be like, nah, deja eso. Yeah, vente, siéntate ahí. Yeah. Just relax. What? what? A room, oh. a hotel. All the hotel rooms are the same. Tiene cama, un televisor. And I'm like, yeah, but what are you saying? It's bad? No, it's not bad. It's just the same. But but let's just go hang out. Let's just watch TV. No, you know what? No hay nada que ver. Right? And Sandra was there, my second wife. Sí. And, and I'm like, pero let's just go and let's just go chill out in el cuarto. No, let's just, vamos a con Sandra. Let's go to the bar. Or the gift shop or something and, that anything. it wasn't the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandra kind of walked ahead and I go, Esteban, pero what, what's the matter? You, let's just go hang out in your room. And he got tired of deflecting and he grabbed me by my arm and he was like, mira muchacho, olvídate ese cuarto. I have a woman in there, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you in in many ways I don't want to go back to the room no man and I'm like oh <laughs> and so Sandra was like so are we going to go to the bar or the room and I'm like the bar the we're going to go the to the bar, bar. we're definitely going to forget the room and and um, I, this is many years later and I'm not I'm a a little bit embarrassed but the woman who was at in the room wasn't my wife I was still married at the time. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Ay, Dios mío, pero ahora me saca los trapos sucios. Papa, pero I didn't, I, I didn't know that at that time you were married. You didn't have to reveal that part. Tú, tú te ensuciaste tú solo. Sí, right? that's Ay, why Dios sometimes mio. I tell you, mira, yo no soy tan good of a role model. Uh, you are the best role model. And let me tell you why. You're the best role model because you are honest with your life, your feelings, your experiences. Tú eres... You know, up front. It is what it is, and you you speak the truth. Como tu papá. Tu papá era igual. Your father was like, mira, eh, esto es lo que es. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, te chavaste. Pero I'm going to speak the truth. You told me something today that was awesome. Esteban said, look, I'm a snob, right? Mm -hmm. You said you're a snob. Can you tell me about that, please? I'm very straightforward, and I know what I am, and I know what I'm not. But I'm a snob. I'm a snob about certain things. Uh -huh. And this is something that I learned to embrace through the years. Your snobbiness. Yeah. Because when I got to Harvard, I wasn't a snob compared to those who were around me. So I had to learn how to become a Harvard, become snob. A Harvard snob. Oh, yeah. Like the time I got there and I said, where's the uh, library at? And the snob said, we do not end sentences in prepositions here at Harvard. <laughs> ah, excuse me. Where is the library at Sangano? Yeah, is that better? Yes, that's not a, a preposition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so in what areas do you find yourself to be a snob? Well, um, wh when it comes to culinary uh, things, 
I'm very eclectic, but I like good food. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. Sorry. Nothing wrong with that. Now, life is too short to have bad food. Eating for filling your stomach, it's not something that I will do because uh, um, eating should be an experience. And accompanying it with a good wine that you taste. And you don't drink the wine to get drunk. You drink to complement the flavors of the food. Doesn't that sound like yeah. a snob? That sounds, sounds very snobbish, and sounds, I love it all. Yeah, this sounds really snobby. Hey, well, I love there, it all. There's, there's another there's another word in, in Puerto Rican that for snob that I don't think that we, we should say it in the... Uh, comeme. 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 Yeah, that sounded really snobbish, but what's funny is that Emily's listening to this, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with that. So Emmeline has described herself as bougie which is a way of saying, in a nice way, snobbish, mm-hmm. which is a nice way of saying, come Emmy, right? Yep. So Emmeline is what I would call a proud bougie. So what's an <laughs> example of something that, you, that you're like, I'm bougie and I'm proud of it, you ain't changing this? You know, it's just like a collection of things, like food, like he said, you know, uh, drinking good wine, uh, having a nice car, having uh, good clothes, having nice shoes. Mira, she drives a Lexus SUV. I drive a 1997 Toyota Corolla. Okay. I saw that It's a beautiful car. If Maybe I tell you. her, can you please drive that car? It hurts her. Like it pains her to it get. It does. She doesn't want to see herself in that car. No, it's not that. It's, I'm so used to my car being high that I don't like being so low to the ground right. anymore. You know, we, we snobs always have an excuse Say that for again. our snobbishness. Yeah. Say that again. Say that again. We snobs uh-huh. always have a perfect excuse for the details of our snobbishness. Yeah. Something that sounds... There's logic. Right. Because the height, yeah. it gives her a better perspective oh, yeah. all you. around it. Of and she'll world. never get into an accident because oh. she's high yeah. on the Lexus. Oh, yeah. Instead of low on that Porqueria. thing. Yeah. It's the way you make that, that snobbiness este, more pasable. I come, I and Esteban, you, we come from humble backgrounds, right? I worked my butt off to get where I am. And if I want to pay good money for something, and if I want to buy X, Y, and Z for myself, I'm going to do it. Because you know what? At the end of the day, cuando yo me muera, everything stays behind. And I'm going to enjoy life now, regardless of what anybody says. Mira, and I'm going to treat my family and my friends good. But does that mean I get treated good? Of course you get treated well. Because I'm, I'm still driving a Toyota Corolla from 1997. <laughs> That's your decision. Tu ve, pero all those explanations were totally logical. Yeah. I am in total agreement with her. Yeah, I thought she was going to say... But there were excuses. Yeah, I thought she was going to say, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm a snob, okay? I and, am, and that I, that too. Uh-huh. About certain things, about certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will add that for me, where I spend my time and my money, it will be uh, associated with traveling. I do enjoy traveling and uh, meeting new cultures and adding it to my experience. So you're a snob when it comes to travel. Yes. Because she is a super snob when it comes to travel because esta mujer will not fly 
on Spirit Airlines. Oh, my. Oh, I wouldn't either if they did what they did to her today. Well, I get it. Flights get canceled all the time. But I'm saying if I were to go to her tomorrow and say, listen, I got us a great deal on Spirit, she'd be like, I'll pay extra on whatever other airline there is. And when you booked that flight on Spirit, I didn't want to go on Spirit. Because it was the only thing that was reasonably priced. Right. Everything else was ridiculous. It was like 30, 40% above. So essentially, I at that point, and because it was almost like a last minute thing you put your snobbiness aside i had to i had to just just bite the bullet and go but that was the last time you're ever gonna bite I that am bullet never yeah. ever no me mencione yeah ni spirit ni frontier she's gonna pay double next time i don't ne- care i'm gonna say listen this is the only reason to be price she goes not only am i gonna pay more but find me that next airline and I'm going to I'm going to fly first class. I'm going <laughs> to prove my point that I was non-snobby one time. And after that, olvídate. Yeah. No, I think I'm I'm non-snobby in other occasions too. Like when we travel, right? If it were up to me, uh-huh. we would stay in hotels every time we yeah, traveled. Rayo. Yeah. If it were up to me. Like five star, like Sheridan. It don't even have to be a five star, like just a hotel. Like a four star. Dale, four stars. Like a, like a hotel. <laughs> no en el cuarto de atrás en, de, de la prima, del sobrino. The, someone who you yeah. met that has a pull out couch with a shared bathroom right and, and because oh yeah that, oof, <laughs> most of the 99 of the time you book all of our flight information all the details associated with us traveling you take care of and you since i have met you you have always used airbnb i never even knew airbnb existed before i met you okay that's true if there was like a bougie.com you know where they would take care of accommodations she would have like lifetime membership yes I'm telling you, if it's an Airbnb, we have to have sole ownership of the house. Okay. There has to be multiple bathrooms. Yeah. The AC has to be 100% perfect. Okay. It ha- there have to be restaurants. Everything has to be nearby. O sea, I'm, I'm in agreement. She wants to book a hotel under an Airbnb. Yeah. And there have been many occasions where I have been in the bullet with you and I have stayed at shady places and it's been, it is what it is. You know, I'm here with you. It's fine. We're enjoying ourselves. It's part of the experience. I, I like how she describes part of this relationship <laughs> as biting bullets. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've bitten many bullets. I've bitten many bullets con este muchacho. <laughs> many bullets. Y ya me estoy cansando de todas las balas. De bullets. De tantas bullets que me he tenido que morder. And that's one of the problems that we snobs have. That when it doesn't meet our standards, often we had to bite the bullet. Yes. And it hurts. Oh, yes. So, so, that's, so that's language of the snobs. See, si. Biting the snobs have There's to bite the bullet. Bullets. There are some times where I do and it, it hurts sometimes, pero, you know. Estoy casada contigo. Me casé y ya no puedo hacer nada. ¿Para eso te casaste? Yeah. To bite bullets. Bite bullets. <laughs> That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Emeline Ramos. I'm Esteban Monserrat. For more information on my upcoming shows, mi gente, you can go to elliecastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Bye. Adios. <laughs>